It was all a pipe dream Watching body boarding up on TV Deep at reef, watching tension repeats Eating bakery feeds at 18 Living the dream with no sunscreen Yeah, we were so keen Surfing Aussie pipe, buying Riptide G'day and welcome to the Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast, the home of bodyboarding. Thank you for joining us on episode 62 of our Verbal Journaling, and I'm your host, Luke O'Connor. Well, today, ladies and gents, is an actual live one on the lounge, in physical form, believe it or not. It's not over the, the digital correspondence that we usually have. It's here in full form and full flight, and I'm so stoked to have the guest in my very own house, up here from the south coast of New South Wales, formerly residing in Sydney, the Northern Beaches. He's been a good friend for the last probably three or four years since actually meeting him down there on the south coast. And um, he's really made an impression from the get-go, from knowing him with his humble humble beginnings and humble ways, his personality and just his his aura and and just good vibes really kind of shines, shines through whenever you get to have a yarn with him. Takes some mad stills and flies a drone like no other. He's been really perfecting his time in the ocean of late with a camera in hand and has also ventured into the video world now with, you know, pretty much producing one of the most banging films of the year uh, with Roadkill with a lot of the Pride Boys cruising around there in some underclothes locations down south um i'm gonna wrap this up because i'm just blambling on with a lot of accolades here for this for this fucking legend but i'm talking to jay mcguire jay bros thanks for coming on the house that was was really nice dude and again this has been more of a freestyle one as i said at the start because i didn't get to jot things down because we are in person but yeah all the things were coming to my head were super legit and and meaningful because the first time i did meet i think it was on the Nugget Headland, I'm Definitely pretty nugging, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were cruising, the, and I was actually blown away by the joints you were rolling <laughs> and like the medicinal you had at the time. And I'm like, fuck, who is this cat? Yeah, you always you always make good friends over a doobie. Eh? <laughs> you do, yeah. Like-minded people. And I'm like, oh yeah, he rolls real well. It's nice and tight. This is a good shit. This is dank. And then I'm like looking at these waves, you know, these you know perfect day frames. And then like the day goes on, and and it was all pretty dreamy. And and then. Yeah, I've seen you intermittently ever since up and down the coast, dude. So it's it's good to have you up here in Sydney and all of here, man. yeah, all Thanks of a sudden at Christmas too, man. Yeah, hey, crazy time of the year. Yeah, you were just experiencing um, Miranda Fair at its finest before. Such a shock, man. Yeah, from um, the difference from Borley is pretty mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, isn't it, dude? <laughs> oh man, it's very slow and quiet down there. It's starting to get a bit busier, but. Westfield Miranda, always a culture shock. Oh, isn't know. it, man? Everyone Nuts. pours in there. Oh, yeah, it's chaotic. This time of year, the attitude changes. But I'd left it all last minute, so I had to do a bit of shopping anyway. So yeah, 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 yeah. Good opportunity. But did you get the whole family sorted for? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everything sorted. That's it. I had a few things sorted, but um, yeah. freehand, but yeah, all done now. When you walk in there, it's painful, but it is a one-stop shop. Oh, man, smorgasbord. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ulla Dulla hasn't got very good shopping. I know, and I know. Bateman's and that, but like, but not that I'm a shopper. But I know what you mean, I know what you mean. Yeah. But that's what you've, you've got to sacrifice. Exactly right, the, exactly right. The tranquil location. Definitely. And just the lifestyle you guys live. Quite a pace. Fuck it, you can get it just sent from eBay anyway. Exactly right, man. Yeah. It's only maybe a day extra yeah. in the cities. It's pretty oh, good it's now these days, it's eh? good. And the way Actually, the, the other day, it was one day. 
Really? Mum ordered a, um, a blender top. I broke a blender top. Yep. And from Amazon that morning, next day it was there, which is Holy pretty fuck. ridiculous. That is insane. Rural, rural New South Wales. Yeah, I was going to say, man. It's just showing how good everything is connected now. That's it. So yeah. I can't complain. The infrastructure is crazy. And I'm, I'm sure not many people down there would be super stoked on that, but it's definitely helping us um, Sydney size get down a little bit more. <laughs> it is, man. Yeah, the roads are gradually getting better, eh? Oh, it's so, it's so cool, man. <laughs> So, dude, like, um, let's talk bodyboarding. Let's talk about you starting out with Bergen. What was it like in the Northern Beaches growing up bodyboarding? Oh, well, um, initially I was a like, kind of a stand-up when I was younger. Yeah. Like the Boog from like a kid kind of thing. For sure. But then like my early teens, I kind of was into the stand-up more. And I was actually living a bit further away from the coast. Oh, yeah, we North Shore. Um, yep. Like up around Brow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so closer to the sunny coast than yeah. to the beaches. So were you getting the ferry every now and again? Like on, on, on that? Like? No, no, I wouldn't get the ferry, but no. um, but um, I'd go up the coast quite often. Yeah, But it all, Boogan really kicked in in high school. I made a group of mates that were all Boogers. Yep. And um, it just, I just got the hooked. The like, pack, eh? That's it, man. It yeah. just took over everything. Sick. The stick got lost, gathered yeah. dust, and yeah. boogs just took over. What was the local like spot? Like, what, where would you like regularly hit in high school? In high school, um, we'd go down to Little Avalot, oh, Bilgola, Whaley, and those beautiful. kind of spots. That's so nice. They were the best. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'd see old Benny and those kind of guys ripping it up around there. Yeah. With were they certain people that you'd look up to, like the oh, for sure the player brothers? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. psychos. Like when I got into it, it was all the kind of the Tangent era, yeah, kind of things so all Winnie, blowing all up those the kind of guys. Yeah, I know. were they often frequent? Um, were they often frequently? Were they oftenly frequently? No, were they often frequently? Or were they frequently yeah. often? I don't I'm know. actually just maybe getting... the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, were they often um, there? Benny, Benny was and Toby, but yeah. not Winnie so much. I think he'd moved up um, yeah. even northern New South Wales by then. Everyone f- forgets that he originally was from the yeah, northern Curly, beaches. I yeah, Curly. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. He's got that cruisy like Northern Rivers background he now, and yeah, he, he fits does. it so well. And obviously his personality, yeah, down to the ground. But it's just yeah, everyone's got a different um, kind of humble beginning, eh? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of started off around the beaches, and then once I got my license, more we'd got the coast, more, more kind of quieter spots I guess yeah the northern parts of the uh, central coast yeah sick um Bato Bay around those areas yeah all the reefs around there beautiful wow that would have been such a time that would have yeah. been so cool progressing from say like a, a, a grom on sand based kind of peaks which is still at heavy time like way oh, always sure. packed a punch but then to graduate up to those sort of reefs and you know central coast cops a lot of good straight south swell yeah like you know lot of lines like sure. it really harnesses those swells in winter yeah. you can just be there on a run and you're just just cruising that, yeah that's epic and i worked with an um with an older a guy a couple of years older than me who was um grew up there a really good bodyboarder jimmy McEwen. Mm. he showed me a lot of the waves up there and showed me the ropes which was just sick like, all the spots up there are ridiculous yeah big Really good. So that that helped heaps, and then I kind of graduated dead down south coast as well. Yeah, that was I guess back in high school around the same time as I was finding the central coast and that. And like, how how far were you venturing? You know what I mean? Like, straight down the Borley was my kind yeah. of my first thing. Sick. One of That's my mates. pretty good, eh? Because not many people just go straight down the Borley. We just lucked out. Um, there, it was a caravan park that allowed dogs. Mm. So our mate, one of my mates' mums, who would take us a lot, she'd take us to that spot because of the dogs. So she'd bring her dogs. That's epic. Kind of thing. And then we um, we actually found one of the spots by following some older sunny coast boogers who were staying there. That's they must have been so a good five, good. ten years older than us or something. And we like hid in the bushes, followed them up the track, and ended up finding like a 
like left hander, I'm not going to name it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just blew our minds. Wow. And ever since then, like South Coast has just been everything. That's amazing. That's so cool to see, like, how you hid and waited. Oh, man, we were just following from a distance, and they knew. Like, yeah. But we're like, they'd look back, and we'd be, like, ducking down in the bushes That's and shit. <laughs> and it's nice they just ca- like Yeah, they were cool along with it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just frothing. And they ended up going out to the island off there as well. And oh, really? One of them got his face smashed up on no the rocks. Way. He had to do that paddle back over, like, bleeding Duh. heaps. And, Wow, they were a wild bunch. I never knew who it was, but um, they were wild. Good, good biggest. I was going to say, there, there are some core lords out there that floated out of your life from time to time. Yeah. That you'll never really remember their names. or you Underground. Can't. Yeah, and which is, you know, hats off to them. It's Bloody probably life. like one of the best ways to be because it's like you're just literally doing it for the complete and utter. Like we all are to a certain degree, but like these people... It's like a side hustle, but still, but still just a real love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like something they'll do just every now and again. That's something that's drew me to Boogan, and that's one of the big things of Boogan that yeah. I love. That Most of Boogan's that. Yeah. Doing it for the love, not oh, for, for the sure. money or any of that crap or whatever. Well, there's no money, is there? <laughs> that's you it. You can't do it for the money, yeah. Yeah, just for the love. It's so good. Different breed burgers. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are, man. And there was only highlight the other day on the Swellians. Um, I think Jed made the point. I'm pretty sure it was Jed. Just saying that, like, the leading um, surf films are being produced by bodyboarders at the moment. So true, eh? Yeah, and the culture is shifting in a way that, like, is being being groomed almost by bodyboarders. Yeah. Yeah, which is wild to think that, like, if you were to say that 10, 15, 20 years ago, that bodyboarders, bodyboarders, were getting paid to edit some of the best surf films in the world in 2023. And they make for some of the best... Shooters, hey. Without a doubt, man. The stuff Casey's been doing. Well, without you know, a doubt. That, their last bid, him and Noz's. Mash, wow. yeah. Ridiculous. Him, him, him like, yeah. Noz himself, I guess, in anything is going to be amazing, but when yeah. you add it on with Casey's, like, editing finesse. Combination. He's one of my favourites. For sure. I still sure. love passing through to this day. Oh, man. Ridiculous. Just grew up idolising all that and yeah. watching him surf before, before he started like kind of making movies and that. How well does he surf? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he's still getting out now and doing it. I know, I know, I know. He's just, um, he dabbles in so many different different arts, hey? Yeah. He's, he snuck in a really funny one uh, down down at South Oz. Oh, yeah? Not, no, we bumped into him there from that, um, uh, the roadkill trip. Oh, sick. We ended up, uh, KT and Noah ended up staying in the, the room next to us. Oh, epic. At, at, um, at the motel. Nice, Completely out nice. of the blue, just coincidental. And um, Noah got hurt, so Katie was able to sneak a few surfs in. Oh, really? It's cool to see that. No story. way. Yeah. And was Noah filming, or was it just like surfing? Yeah, yeah, he was shooting as well and just oh, chilling. That's and, sick. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's so cool to swap it over. Yeah, it was just so funny to see that, that yeah. stoke and that and yeah. sneak one in. And, he would have been pumped. Oh, it's bro. Did he have old fins on? No, I think he I think he had the right fins. Oh, okay, sweet. Because yeah. I always remember him with old fins. He <laughs> was always like, you know... An orange and black, blue and... Oh, you mean odd colours? Yeah. It probably was. I thought you meant odd, like, like the wrong... wrong oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. No, I, never, I don't think I've never seen... Oh, I might have... No, nah, but it's usually... Oh, fuck, bro. I am such a dickhead, hey. Holy <gasps> fuck. Can we pause this for pause a second? It. All right, yeah, and we're on back. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. We've just had probably a five to ten minute delay because of my loose limbs I've just knocked over my fucking green juice on the carpet apparently it's not the first time that's happened as well yeah I'm a bit of a culprit for these kind of things I don't think I've uh, got the best uh, dexterity when it comes to cold pressed juices it's a delicious juice though I know 
It's now been soaked up in the carpet, maybe for later. Wifey saved the day, but... Yeah, she came in. She she knew what to do. Did a good job. She, can't she, even look, can't even tell me. Yeah, she saved us. Sorry, fucking stoned asses, especially <laughs> mine. Especially mine. But dude, we were talking about Katie and we are talking about him boogin'. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the odd flippers and all that kind of stuff. That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. sick. Did he do anything special out there? It was just kind of like, boom. I think he did a forward, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely know if he's forwards. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was. Was he riding a drag? Surely the boys were. Or maybe, I think um, Noah rides a found, eh? I think he does ride a found, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yellow one. Yeah, it? I've seen him on that yellow one I for ages. A bunch of times, yeah. Yeah. I remember having one little um, session out. Yeah, beautiful nugs and um, him swapping over from boot to surfer on... Um, boot to surfer, boot to surfboard on the reg. Like, I, think, I think he did it like... I think he came out in a... Boo, and then I think he went surfboard, and then he came back out in the boog again. Mixing it up, eh? Yeah, all the time. Versatile. He's a freak. Definition. He just knows what he's doing. <laughs> like, ridiculous. knows the lines, hey? Like, and how to take to him, and oh. it's how to launch. Mate, it's a treat. Whenever he's around, it's honestly a treat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you always just been so privileged to be on the rocks when that's going down, and just like... Oh, man, yeah. That's, yeah. It's that way for a lot of people down there, I guess. Though. Yeah. Like, the waves, um, it's just a... You have those waves with those kind of people. It's just a recipe for that kind of thing. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, you have some people come in, come and go in town, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's one of those places that, like, if they know the swell's on, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, let's pop down there. And Yeah, you get your, like, kind of your regular crew that'll chase your swells, and then you get yeah. your people hanging around for a month or two. Yeah. Overseas travellers. Yeah. And, like, they're, they're cool. We've, we've had a good bunch of them. That's Especially the Reunion Island guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you only spoken about that before. You yeah. had like a, what, two or three of them hanging hanging around just cruising on holiday? Yeah, yeah. This first one, Ziggy, back in January. Yeah. And he was ripping. Yeah? And yeah, he had a couple of good sessions. Sick. One really good one out in Nungan. Um, on the knee as well. Yeah, there, really? Which is pretty impressive. Wow. Um, and I think he got a few um, a few little clips in the labs. Um Dobbo's movie. Oh, sick! Um, goodbye. Yeah that, yeah, that GoPro one he filmed. He was out there when he was um he was filming Katie for that. That was a sick. That was a sick little part of that movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love what Dobbo did with that with the GoPro. Yeah, it's like remember him floating the idea to um someone and, and getting wind of it and speaking about like about to people early on about goodbye. The, the, the movie we didn't know it was the name of that, but what like Dobbo was speaking about, and he was saying that it was going to be filmed mostly in GoPro. And it just kind of like sounded at the time to be a bit like, fuck, man, like, do we really? Like, yeah, like when you hear it, I guess, eh? Hey? Yeah, it sounds like, a bit off putting. Like, you're kind of like, well, nah, like some bits can be, but most of it you're going to da da da. But he, but he pulled it off, yeah. you know? He and was I, getting in there. I was there for a few of the sessions. Yeah, and like, he's he, really he good. He gets in there, man. I know. And like some of the um, angles he got, like around home and around, like, even like a little bit further south of Wollongong, like, Rilla and he was at some like choice locations that were just yeah. you know so novelty but so um, so so sick so critical you yeah. know what I mean he yeah. was in the critical zone really the in way there. he was getting in there yeah 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 some and of the guess, like flybys was sick yeah I guess the GoPro is so small as well like you yeah. can it's so light you can get right in there you don't yeah. have to worry about a big heavy housing or anything and the GoPros these days can you you can just um like transfer that clip straight from the GoPro to your phone hey yeah probably I think they got Wi-Fi connection or yeah yeah it's I never do that drop. but um you yeah. probably could yeah, yeah I'd say you could I'd have both devices out there like both you know <laughs> live like, from the uh, live from the channel yeah live from the channel yeah 
Well, people have the Access Go, the uh, iPhone in the case, so you oh, can yeah, pretty true. easily do yeah. that. Kind of you get some good photos off them. Yeah, they're pretty good, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you get different like lenses for the, yeah. for the end of your camera, yeah. I haven't seen... Actually, I haven't seen anyone shooting around home for ages with them, but there was a guy shooting for, for a while there at home. Yeah, with, okay. With, with an iPhone. New Island and that. Yeah, he's getting a couple of clips. Yeah, see. Yeah, it was cool. It works. That's a job, eh? Yeah, it does the job yeah, for what it is. It. Like, it's not like it's a an Aquatech from Phil Gallagher, or it's not yeah, like... $20, yeah, $20,000 setup or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, For what it is, you get for some pretty it amazing stuff. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's like, amazing. Yeah, even the GoPro, the quality of them nowadays is pretty I know, ridiculous. I know, I know, I know. From what it was back in like 10 years ago when yeah. we first hooked yeah. in. Yeah, like, I remember getting Hero sick. 1. Yeah. And yeah, I think I hooked in like Hero 3, and yeah. I really loved it. But like, I, you could tell like it just had that... You know, I love like the screen you could um, plug it on the back but it, it was it was limited do you know what I mean yeah and then now it's just become so don't even need a housing for oh, them oh I know man I know they're plug and play yeah they're nuts yeah they are nuts have you found that because you know like you, you shoot I've got a pretty wild GoPro story actually yeah yeah okay please let's, let's so, hear it uh, just to get off the topic quickly I was surfing out Nung in 2018 had a GoPro, brand new um, grill mount, didn't have a leash because I'm an idiot. Yeah. First wave out there, it was a crappy one. I was surfing out Nungan by myself and um, I think I did a roll on like a two-footer, yeah. headbutt on my board, lost the GoPro, first <sighs> wave, brand new GoPro. No leash. No leash, no tether to the GoPro, yeah. so it was just yeah. gone. So I'm just gutted, went home, didn't tell anyone about it because I was embarrassed on that. And then um, three years and eight months later, when I'm living down at South, so at the time I wasn't living down south. I was coming down on a trip. Yeah. And then um, three years, eight months later, I'm so I'm walking back from a surf there. I just decided to get out the surf early and head home. I don't know why. Hit the beach. There's a GoPro washed up on shore. Fuck I'm off. Like, oh bullshit. Go and pick it up, and I'm like, wow, this has got the same grill mount that um, my old one I lost had. It's covered in fucking barnacles and that, and all smashed up. I'm like, no way, this is mine. I take it home, manage to get the uh, the battery bit open where the memory card is. Yeah. It's all fucking fine. Get the memory card out, watch the video back. It's my fucking GoPro. Oh my god! Less than 500 meters. And from so, where did I lost you it. did you watch where it actually like? Yeah, I can watch the video of me turning it on. Like, I look at the GoPro, put it back in my mouth, take off on the wave, do the thing, headbutt it. GoPro shoots out. Then you just see it float down, hit the reef, and it washes around the reef for like 10 minutes till the battery runs wow. out. And it's actually really like cool, beautiful footage, like banging around the reef and fish come up and oh, stuff. Oh, bro, and we should post that up. Yeah. You should send that through. That's hectic. I sent it to GoPro and they just they let, didn't look at it or anything like oh, that. okay. They must get so many submissions. Like, that sent a good spiel as well. Like, it's nearly four years it was yeah, underwater. That's yeah, wild. Like, that is wild. Yeah. It must have had like 10 huge swells and like yeah. it didn't go that far. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, so it was just nestled in like the... just on the sand man washed up so do you know like where you get onto the onto the beach when yeah. you're coming back from Nung and you get onto the beach there I went straight to the water mm-hmm. bang just washed up there that's amazing I've still got it all yeah. it's all covered in barnacles and that that and is just... that, that is absolutely amazing that's yeah I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast before but I'll quickly tell it to you now just in regards to like things coming together we only lost this for like item for maybe like 10 days but it was still crazy how we got it back when we're driving through south Oz, there's a road um that cuts through from shringa called the no um nowhere else road okay yeah and um you use it to get from like um to cut out looping down from adelaide and 
coming down the coast and you kind of cut across and you save time like you, sh- you save up a, save up a couple of hours um as like you're circumnavigating across yep from the east coast to the west and <laughs> this 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 road we were we were gonna go out and just um have some beers have like a fire and all that kind of jazz and we had got all the shit out of the car because we were packing up at um, Mark and Kathy's and we, we had like so much crap that we had to like unpack the car put it back in pelican cases like yeah. you know fucking swags booze. eskies yeah booze yeah like just anything and everything um, and you got four blokes living out of like the back of some four but it's doing well but like you know it's just cooked and then um, we go to drive off and I've left my laptop on the top of the roof man not realising and we've driven around that road on nowhere else road and it's just flung off not knowing this but it's flung off into the dirt onto the side and then into like all the reeds or not the reeds like the just the spindly grass on like the side of the road you know what I mean so it's kind of covered and just whatever and we don't know, we keep driving for like 20 minutes and then we get to this paddy, we have our beers and I think Irvine, Jack Irvine was on the trip. He's a surfer from Upper Canals, living in um, Melbourne now. He does all the art for the Ocean and Earth okay. um, soft tops. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently got one of my son one. Um, nice. My son, one of them, and far out there. They're sick boards. But um, yeah, and like we were out there and just kind of carrying on. Did not, did not know it had gone and then got up the next morning, went like looking for it, didn't realise... Drove home. Like so you only stayed twenty minutes away. Sorry. Where were you staying when you lost it? Um, we were staying. We were staying at the roadhouse, but then we got back up and didn't realise and looked around there in the morning and like couldn't find it because it was like looking for like a needle in a haystack. You know, like where does it fling off? And it had all the footage from the trip. Oh no! So Cameron Stoughton had all the footage on the trip from on, and like, doesn't really matter if you don't don't come home with any footage. Yeah. Because you know. Footage is Not footage, about, though, yeah. At but at the end of the day, it's so nice to look back on it and just to love it for what Memories, it is. Memories, yeah. And man, we went home. We were so gutted. We were just like, okay, whatever. We'll move on for this. And then Lauren, my partner, like what wife, um, hates me to call a partner. I don't know why I say that. Um, said like you should try this old Greek trick. This this old like Greek wives trick, where you get like your a pair of socks or underwear or whatever. And you tie it in a knot and you say the item you want three times, like you think of it, and then you throw it over your left shoulder in your bedroom and you leave it wherever it lands in the corner tied up and until that that, that item comes back to you. And then within like, from within, yeah, seven days of me losing it, we'd located it and it was back in my hands within 10 days. How, how on earth did you locate it? Because Lozzie then went crazy crazy Wait, so you've like, come back to the east coast come back to the east coast we've like just given up of it's gone oh, and like Lauren's written like, it off yeah written um, off gone like fuck we're not getting this back yeah. like how like Australia's so first deep. of all how did it survive the fall off the roof of the car that, 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 that's amazing how, hats off to Apple because yeah. they make a quality, <laughs> quality product. product yeah then actually the, the laptop we're doing this podcast on right now is like almost 8 years old true like, that's pretty good that's eh good, when you think about yeah. it oh Seven years, but still really good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy. They're quality that. stuff. If Apple. you get more than five, it's it's good. Yeah, but um, yeah. In the in the end, like uh, she just went through all the Facebook groups, all the South Australian ones. Started putting things out there. Said like, you know, we drove on this road. We did it this time. Blah blah blah. 
And then one of the locals just decided to pull over and found that laptop on the side of the road and then got notified of it through one of the Facebook groups, one of the neighbours. You're kidding. And then got, it, we got sent back to us and then we sent them over some gifts and, and all that jazz. But That's yeah. absurd. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's good people out there, eh? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I had to... Yeah, great people out there. But then I had to also come back in the bedroom that night. We got the, the parcel oh, home. Oh, we get the sock. Yeah, just untie it, mate. I'm going to remember that one, man. Yeah. Dude, and you got to, you got to really mean it. Close your eyes and think about left it. Left shoulder. Yeah, left shoulder. And throw okay. it over your left shoulder with your right hand. Wow. Great old Greek wives' tale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Told that us. one, Lawrence. Lawrence, mum. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Mental. I know, I know. So that's pretty much the, the the story of my lucky ways. But like, I really wanted to bring on the potty Jay to talk about like a trip you had down disclosed location down south man and like because we you know we talk often man and it's great you're up in sydney it's such an opportunistic opportunistic time sorry to have you on here and speak about this but when you told me a story the other day i hadn't really quite understood the gravity of it and when it went down like i heard whispers of it but i didn't get the full crux of it and when you when you gave me a rundown i was like fuck man like that Pretty was wild, eh? that was a life or death situation yeah so like what was that? What was that moment like? And can you give us a rundown of how like the day started off and and what yeah, eventuated? Sure. sure. So um, the spot we're talking about, we're not going to drop any names or anything like that, but it's um, it's a pretty remote spot in New South Wales. Um, probably the most remote I know of. Um, maybe an hour from the nearest town, a good couple of hours from the nearest decent hospital, which for New South Wales is pretty big. It's nothing like South Oz or WA remote, but um, yeah, the spot itself is at the bottom of a pretty gnarly cliff so the only way to get to it if you don't have a ski or a boat is by climbing down the cliff and normally with a couple of people get you get someone to climb down pass on the boards and that it's a pretty hairy climb and a swell popped up nothing too crazy four to six foot and a few of the boys and i shot down for i think we we're only going for a day or two originally shot down the night before it's about a four hour drive and um just got there late at night, stayed stayed the night, um, woke up early the next morning. And um, this wave, if you don't have a four-wheel drive, you've got to walk maybe 20, 20 min, half an hour to the top of the cliff where you can kind of hang out for the day or where you camp if you've got a four-wheel drive. So um, got up in the morning, made a coffee, went down there. And um, that morning, I think uh, the tide was a bit low, so we are going to give it a couple of hours anyway, um, just to make it a bit more manageable it's yeah. a bloody heavy spot yeah for sure um, and I think like also on the swell that you were down there on um, correct me if I'm wrong but like you definitely need water on that on that reef 100% you weren't surfing at the yeah. low tide yeah no like um, one of the boys he he drove further down with his old man um, I think they bought like, some shitty car and thrashed it down there. So sick. So sick. And um, What a good idea though, eh? Like oh. just to be like, hey, I'm going to get a paddock basher. Yeah, why and not? I'm going to take it on some trips. You know, I remember um, Vaughn Hokerman, I think, remember, had like a Camry, a Toyota Camry that he got across to South Australia and back. <laughs> it was something. Like he got it ridiculously cheap. He paid $500 or a grand or whatever it was. And um, even hit a roo. And to this day, there's still blows my mind and he swears by it and I think he's got people to verify it too um I, I don't want to cut any of the story this no, is just, no, yeah, yeah. just a quick one but like he hit a roo cracked the radiator and then 
dropped an egg, cracked an egg, put it down into the radiator, and then cracked an egg over the hole in the radiator, and, and because somehow sealed, sealed it oh, on God. top of it. And then he drove the rest of the way home no way. on that seal in the radiator. That's proper bush mechanics. That is kind of full stuff, man. bush. Do you remember mechanics. that show? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Loved it. Chuck it on in high school back in the day. Hundred percent. That's proper. That that kind of stuff. That eh? is wild. And if it is true, and I really hope it is, and man, I, that's awesome. Yeah. Plus those Camrys and that they're pretty bloody. They're sturdy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Good old they're, they're definitely made for Australia. For sure. For so sure. yeah, Paddock Bash. Is yeah. So they uh, where were we? Where they they thrashed it down anyway. One yeah. of the boys was down there earlier. Bryn. Um, and that maniac was out there first live by himself when it was too low, but he was still kind of scraping into a few. Yeah. But me... Um, How was he going getting to the channel and stuff on, on low tide? He was already out there before. Oh, you mean like on the wave? Yeah. It was pretty, he was going the ones that were running down that weren't really the crazy, okay, sweet. That's cool. um, yeah, yeah. like the chip in kind of takeoff. Yeah. He was going the wider kind of ones. Yeah. But yeah. still like being out there by yourself anyway Mate. is fucking wild. It's, it's, it's also a zone too that like, you know... As we said, without dropping names or describing places, abalone divers, sea life, a lot of um, seals, a lot of outcrops, rocks. Yeah, very deep water. Super deep water. Um, eerie a, kind of, an rem- eerie kind of area. Yeah, remote and isolated. Mm. Beautiful, and, but eerie. Yeah, for sure. And so for him to be out there at low tide, first light, yeah, just, doing his thing. And he's ripping as well, getting some, some nice lights. Yeah, hats off to um, him. Yeah, bloody oath. But I just chilled, had a coffee, yeah, um, wake and baked, and then kind of climbed down with wake my camera. Wake and baked, beautiful. Yeah, just easy into the morning. Yeah, for sure. It's always nice before I swim. Yeah. And um, just shot some, took some shots from land, and then the other boys have rocked up, Dane, um, Proctor, and the Timmy. Yeah. Classic TC. Yeah, sick. Um, and they're just kind of cruising as well, waiting for the tide to fill in, and then eventually we get ready, suit up, get in. Um, yeah. Proctor and Dane have both got gaffs on. Yeah, Dane's also got a an impact vest on. Yeah, and like he's been surfing in that place for years. Yeah, and like he knows it pretty well. It's pretty serious. So you wanna for sure. That were kind and of... especially like, again like the swell you guys were on there. Like it looked like a solid swell. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah, like, lined out. Yeah, four to six foot. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. Which at this place is pretty gnarly. That's that's big enough. And like leading up, I don't know. I had a weird gut instinct. I had a weird gut feeling, an eerie feeling really? leading up to this. Yeah, the whole day before when we planned to go down, I just had a feeling. And then the night before and then the whole morning and I kind of went down there by myself earlier than the other boys and just kind of waited a bit. Oh, wow. And then Dane actually had the same kind of feeling. And you guys didn't communicate We at the did time. though. We did talk about really? it. And then when we were on the rocks, I was kind of wigging a bit as well because like swimming out this place without a board is just, it's fucking scary. So you guys, okay, so just let, let, let me recap. At what stage in the trip did you guys kind of first say to each other, oh, I'm not really feeling this? Um, it wasn't like I'm not feeling this. It was just I was wigging. Like I was just I was. It, my thing was more the sharks. I was thinking about because yeah, this spot sure. is just so isolated yeah, and sharky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and he was just had a bit of a weird kind of feeling. And I think it was we're having like a coffee on the top of the cliff, watching Bryn, and like um, I think he was having some. He had a couple of painkillers. His back was already a bit yeah, sore or something yeah. from an old injury, and he was just kind of a bit not keen, kind of not 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 keen, but just a bit kind of. Hesitant. Yeah, for sure. And then anyway, we suit up, get down there, get down the bottom, and like when we were on the rocks, ready to rock off, I was kind of like starting to wig out a bit. Didn't yeah, I didn't fine. tell them though, but um, yeah. uh, Timmy was shooting up the top on land. He stayed there, so me, me, Proctor, and Dane had climbed down and passed all the gear and that, got down the bottom. Yeah. We rock off and we're swimming out, and this wave you've got to swim maybe, I don't know, 
80 meters or so around the back of the ledge and then you got to kind of paddle out behind it and around and then you can kind of sit on the takeoff spot you can't yeah. just cut a, you can cut across but it's it's a bit too gnarly to do like that's why we were there at anyway yeah and like halfway out through the swim i was huddling to them as much as i can to kind of make us look bigger for sure and i was like that close to turning around and going in well yeah yeah i just had a gut feeling yeah wow. But then i had another gut feeling going like nah just yeah get out there have a look and then we can go we can always go in for sure yeah you can always go you can and it was safety the channel yeah and it was like it was cooking conditions yeah so we get around the corner of the ledge and as soon as i got on the ledge all my fear just went and yeah. it was just frothing it was yeah, just cooking yeah just beautiful as well the sun had just kind of started popping up behind the cliffs yeah lighting was beautiful wind everything was just Sick. cooking and um dane was kind of just and tide was coming in tide was coming in yeah. and like by the time we went out it was like 8 8 30 maybe 8 yeah. 30 so there was quite a lot more water on it and brendan proctor were getting some sick ones and dane was kind of out on the the chip in kind of area which you know the wave on the very rare yeah. occasions you can get the chip in yeah, and just yeah. get this incredible backdoor under the wildest barrel for sure but it's just like one in 15 out there if that, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway though he's that's all he wants so he's waiting out there being patient waiting wow. for maybe half an hour yeah and um a set comes in um nothing too big um he goes for the first one but he's way too far out yeah and it kind of pulls him into a good position though yeah second one comes in and he goes for it but just super casual and really? Looking back at this, this is what I think is a bit of his downfall. Yeah. So he only takes like two, maybe three strokes, gets into it, sits up casually, and then uh, kind of airdrops because this wave just bottoms out on you. If you don't get down the face enough, yeah. it's really hard to get the scoop in. Mm-hmm. He airdrops a little bit, catches a rail when he lands, and just kind of bounces, and then the shock he gets in, this whole thing goes square. I'm looking mm-hmm. over as well as I'm kind of shooting this wave, and it's like really dry on the inside already. It's one of those really square ones. Catches his rail, kind of the shocky hits him and he goes up the face and goes over with the lip. And like he ends up going over in a seated position. And like I was talking to him about it the other day and he mm. reckons it was like a car crash, the force. He went over, seated down, like in a seated position, just slammed onto the reef and has just like felt the whole compression, all the force go up in his back. Mm. He's ended up um, mul- getting multiple fractures in his L1, I think, compression fractures. And like been rolled along the reef after that, cut up his hands and his back a bit. And he's kind of like washed down the line into the channel eventually. Heavy. Yeah, so he's broken how many bones in his back? Just one, but he's had multiple yeah. fractures on that vertebra. So it was oh, his L1 wow. and he's had multiple compression fractures, which is where like the force runs up your back and then it gets to a point where it just explodes, explodes somewhere. Oh. And um, like, and he was wearing a thick impact vest. He had the gath on, like yeah. he was being really conservative. But it just shows how powerful the swell is. Though, that's right? it. And yeah. like... Maybe a couple more strokes might have made a difference. Who knows? But yeah. it just goes so square. And we've watched back the wave a hundred times. I've got like a good sequence of it and a GoPro video of it. Yeah, wow. And then we've got the land footage up the top. So you can really see how low it goes. But um, Dane being the martyr he is, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> he played it down. Yeah. Um, so apparently underwater he's known like he's done something bad. And yeah. he's leant down and like went to feel his feet. And he's obviously felt his toes and he's wiggled his toes. So he knows he's, he can walk. He's not that bad. Paddled out to the channel. It's taken him a while to get out. And I'm kind of looking over trying to see if he's all right. He comes back out. And he looked a bit shook, but he yeah. wasn't too bad. And he was so he's kind just of, shrugging this off. He's kind of playing it down. I'm like, are you right, man? You want me to wow. take you in? And he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go in. And um, I'm like, no, I'll come in, man. I don't care if it's good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're right. And he's like, no, I'm fine. I'll go in. 
And I'm like, go in, and if you need any help at all, just call out, bro. We'll be straight in. What a legend. But he's just a martyr. That's yeah. him. He was pumped, and he didn't want us to go in, so he, sure. he played it down. Yeah. And um, so he's going in really slowly, paddled around the back of the ledge, going behind it, and then going, going in kind of thing. And um, it's taking him maybe 20 minutes, half an hour to get in. Wow. And do you know you know how hard it is to get in at this spot? Yeah, There's like a sheer hard. kind of. But it took him twenty ledge. minutes to get, or even half an hour to get to the the edge. Well, I don't know how long it took him between because we lose him once he goes behind the rocks. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know how long it's taken him. I don't know how he did this. So when you get up at this spot, like there's like a rock face and there's like almost like a natural little staircase and that bit. Yeah. So if you time it when a wave comes up, you can you can get lifted up like a meter when it surges and like hold onto this rock and climb up the staircase. For sure, yeah. But like it's hard at the best of times, yeah. let alone a broken back. Yeah, exactly. Somehow how... he's gone in there and gotten up there first go timed it flawlessly really yeah and then like put his stuff down out of the water and then just climbed up to the base of the cliff which is like 50 meters of a pretty jagged uneven terrain i can't believe you got up there yeah and like i so i'm like thinking he must be fine and then like i look over at one point and meanwhile i'm like waving to timmy up the top trying to signal him going like dane might be hurt man just keep an eye on him Timmy, like, is completely clueless, kind of doesn't understand what I'm doing. Really? And he's a hilarious bloke anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave up on that, looking, and then all of a sudden I look over and Dane's just sprawled out on this rock, this big kind of boulder, boulder which is on a bit of an angle, and he is just blood-curdling screams, like, help, like the top of his fucking fuck, voice. that's wild. And I'm like, fuck. So all three, me, Proctor, and Bryn just gun it in. Bryn cut across the ledge, timed it perfectly. Yeah. Me and Proctor went around the outside. And, like, as this is happening, Dane's yelling at Timmy for help. But Timmy's, like, he can't get down this cliff. He's not the most coordinated of yeah. He's also wearing these shitty old thongs that he always wears everywhere. And the, I've, I've seen him nearly fall off a cliff before at another spot wearing these thongs. He's looking over the edge of this, like, 30-metre cliff down at Dane. And I'm yelling... I'm all on picture and his him falling off as well. Yeah, and then we're dealing sure. with two broken backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yelling at him at the top of my voice, Why trying to get into Dane. Why do you wear the thongs again, man? He just he loves them, man. He wears Fuck. them everywhere. And he but drags his feet. Pluggers are amazing, but there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. But, dude, he wears them everywhere. Yeah. And, like, he's nearly gone over at a spot now down near Durris. Like, there's a cliff there. He nearly went over the edge. Ditchy caught him, one of our other mates. Stopped him. So I'm just picturing him falling. I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, get the fuck Absolute. off the edge, get back, man. Yeah. And anyway, and luckily, this timing was perfect for this. Another one of the boys has rocked up, a photographer, Tom Healy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's rocked up to this fucking shit fight commotion. <laughs> Timmy's leaning over the edge. I'm swear, all of us are macking in. I'm yelling at Timmy. Yeah. Dane's yelling at everyone and screaming. And he just looks over the edge and goes, geez, I gotta fucking, I gotta call the ambulance. Yeah. So wow. he runs like the 20 minutes back and starts organizing. So it. did Dane look like when you were looking, say if Tom was looking down, sorry to interrupt you, but just. No, no, it's better to paint the picture. Yeah, did, did, did he look mangled at this stage? No, no, it didn't look like a fool, but he's like gotten to the base of this cliff somehow and he's so fucking stubborn that he started climbing up it and he's gotten to this position halfway up this like slanted rock which is like a 45 degree yeah and he's just laid down and tweaked something and just been in excruciating pain or with the adrenaline's oh, worn he off he just can't move and he just can't move fuck so we get to him eventually but it took us like three or four goes to get up out of the rocks oh. where that where he somehow so he's wedged into position he's not like he's laying down He's laying down on like a big angle, so it's like okay. a forty-five degree angle, and he's sprawled out. Yeah, sweet. Okay. And like, so it doesn't. It just he's just lying down there, like help, like yelling and shit, and like in heaps of pain. The poor bastard. So we finally get out the water, get up to him, and he's just like he's just in a state. He's like in shock by then, like um, and he just wants to get the fuck out of there. He's also in a spot where 
there's no way on earth a helicopter can get to him. He's kind of underneath an overhang mm. in this rock. So we're just like, fuck, we try to get him up. So we get him up, kind of stabilize him a bit and get him between all three of us and get him up maybe half of the cliff. And then you get to the bit where there's this like three meter vertical section. Yeah. Where you got to kind of like pass, someone's got to climb up and you pass all the gear up to that person sure. and then you climb up yourself. It's almost like a so we get to this yeah. And like, every time I've been at this place now, I've been coming here for quite a couple of years now. And yeah. Every time I've come here, I've been down in the lineup just looking up at that cliff going, if we're getting into strife, how the fuck are we getting up that? Yeah. And I always thought like, if you break your leg, how are you going to get up there or... How are you going to get up there? So anyway, we kind of get to this bit. Bryn went up, he climbed up first. Um, I kind of climbed up half, wedged my leg into like a kind of a crack to make a step. Yes, yeah. And then propped us there down the bottom. So you were halfway up this three meter cliff? We're probably about three quarters now. Okay. Oh, sorry, that little cliff bit, the vertical. Yeah, yeah, so I'm about halfway, wedging my leg in and I'm able, it's like that honeycomb sandstone, so I'm able to kind of wedge it. But it's kind of a bit crumbly, so it's a bit edge. And And it's a bit unstable. Dane's a big dude, a lot bigger than like me, me, Proctor and Brian are pretty pretty small dudes. Yeah, yeah. And so... Doctor's pushed, Bryn's pulled, and I've kind of pushed as well. We get him up to the edge of that top bit. Yeah. And, like, um, he kind of was was wiggling himself, and we just managed to get him up, but he's in, like, he's letting out these excruciating pain. He was convulsing full body from the pain. Like, while we're pushing him, his body was, like, convulsing. I remember remember Proctor just giving me this look, just going, like, Jesus Christ. And, like, I knew he was in, he's broken something badly. For sure. And, like, I've done first aid at at, at a previous job a couple of times, and I I tried to pay attention, so I had a brief idea of what to do. Yeah. We shouldn't have moved him. In hindsight, we definitely shouldn't have moved him from the bottom, but he'd already moved himself into such a bad position, and he was worried about his back um, seizing up and him not being able to move at all. Yeah. Get him up the top. And then he just like got another rush of adrenaline. He wanted to walk out to the cars. And I had to just, I lost my shit, had to blow up at him. Like, get the fuck on the ground. Like, you could have a serious injury. You've broken your back, mate. Like, if you move around, you could be a paraplegic. Like, you could be in a wheelchair the rest of your life. Sure, yeah. Like, you need to lie. I had to really yell at him and shit. And he kind of listened to it. And we laid him down, Mm. stabilized his neck. Rolled him a diary. I'm getting shivers just like thinking of this. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Yeah, and, because like, also too, like as you said, when the adrenaline wears off, it's not like... Kind of starts to sink in a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's not the whole like, oh, flight or fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Response. It's like, now I'm dealing with what's to come. Like, yeah. It's all going through your head, you know, like as an injury sets in. And this is a serious one at like a location where, yeah, you're not really like... The worst spot that I go to in New South Wales that I could think say, of anyway. Eh? Yeah, you're up for a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Rough. Yeah, so, sorry, man. Yeah, no, no, don't never apologize, man. Yeah. Um, it's just so wild. Everything just kind of worked out for the for the right, though. Like, when, when Tom rocked up and, like, if he hadn't rocked up then and then rushed back up and called an ambulance at the time he did, because mm. it still took them two hours to get there. Yeah. So they had to drive in and they had to get special troopy ambulances because he just explained the whole situation. He got the location for them, which is a really hard spot to get to. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. you can't just drop a pin and give it to them. There's no, no. reception. There's barely any. The reception is the worst. Though. And even if you drop a pin, like, you can't, it's hard to tell where the beginning of this kind of dodgy little off-road track it that sure actually is. leads to it starts. And it's not cut out on, like, yeah. Google Earth not showing you, like, a definitive way. Yeah, I know, I know. And, which uh, makes it so cool. Yeah, so then we've just kind of tried to calm him. I've gone back down, got my, my camera and um, all the boards and shit, brought it back up and Dane's kind of relaxing and like, I'm trying to calm him down. Like he can feel his feet, he can wiggle his toes. He's yeah. going to be fine, he's going to make a recovery. That's really but nice. I'm just trying to get him in a, 
Because if you can't wiggle your like your toes, they that's say, be so yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. And a good good friend of mine that I grew up with broke his neck mountain biking. And he couldn't wiggle his toes. And shout out to Gordy, um, he's in a wheelchair and that. Yeah. Um, but he's just making incredible progress. But he's oh, got one of those bikes that he controls with his hand. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. He's doing yeah. mountain biking again, man. It's Hectic. just crazy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously with Joel Taylor, the yeah, well, he's just gone and done, which I know. is just. So I, th- I thought you were going to say the worst then, and then he, he, was, he was going the opposite way. No, no, he's like, he was the worst case, Yeah. but he's turning it into the positive and like seeing his journey. But seeing, like I saw, that, that happened a couple of years before this, this recent injury to Dane. Yeah. So I kind of saw what can happen if, if it does, if you do get a bad spinal injury, you can end up in a wheelchair like that. Yeah, you definitely can. But the fact that Dan could wiggle his feet, I'm no surgeon though, and I, all I knew is though, like if you do move, you could end up in, you can feel your feet now, but if you move and it severs your spinal cord. A hundred percent, man, yeah. And then the paramedics have rocked up maybe two hours after, oh. and they are just the biggest legends, man. Yeah. So they've rocked up, SES has rocked up, and police have rocked up, and they yeah. were all, all of them were awesome. All yeah. those first responders were just incredible. Yeah. Especially the paramedics, though. They yeah. were just calm the whole situation. Then they ended up frothing being there. They're like, this is our office for the day. <laughs> like once they'd stabilized Dane, put him on a proper spinal board, and like yeah. going through everything, giving him the green whistle, and... How was he with the green whistle? I'll tell you this hilarious bit. He's such an idiot. <laughs> Before the paramedics get there, he's like, boys, boys, come here. Just so just, just between us, I'm going to bung it on when the paramedics get here so we, so I get the green whistle. Yeah. And I'm like, mate, your back's fucking broken, dickhead. You don't need to bung anything yeah, on. Yeah, they, they give it to you. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You, 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 you yeah. don't need to bung it on. Then he gets it and like he's, he's like the paramedics like, make sure you hit it properly, man. And like get yeah. him to do it. And then he keeps yeah, looking yeah, over yeah. and winking at me and shit. It was just hilarious. He was loving it. Loving it. He was almost in it for it, eh? Oh, he was smashed. And they gave him the That's morphine so intravenously and that. And he was just completely like free of any pain. That's so good. It's good. They really looked after him. They were all just the best dudes. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. But one of them was a local. He'd heard of like the, the wave in that area, but he'd never seen it. Yeah. And we're there, and like meanwhile, while all this is happening, it is absolutely cooking down there. Like, perfect. Like, rainbows off the spit. Wow. Like, that kind of thing, spitting out and just cooking. And then the helicopter came maybe another two hours later, mm-hmm. and um, he got airlifted out, and that was, it was pretty wild to watch out. <laughs> Big ass helicopter. Yeah, like really? one of the big tall ones, and two dudes were dropped down. And sick. Yeah. Fuck, that's sick. Wow. That's almost kind of like Top Gun esque. Yeah, dude, it was it was cool. They cleared us. We had to get like a good hundred meters away. Yeah. Hectic. And then like I kind of felt weird documenting it. Yeah. Um. So I didn't take too many photos with my my proper camera. Yeah. But I did a lot on my phone and that. And then in the end, when the helicopter was picking him up, one of the coppers is like, "Oh, dude, you should." Go down there, it's a better view for the camera. And I was like, oh, sweet. They, they kind of don't it's care. fully encouraged it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So I've got some cool shots of it and that. That's but, um, epic. Yeah, just... It's a different stage, eh? Crazy, crazy. Yeah, crazy, man, crazy. But he made a full recovery and... Yeah? He was throwing himself into a pretty much dry slab the other day. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Straight back at it. Straight back at it. He had a oh, rough wow. couple of months there where he was really worried, but yeah, like, mate, you're fine. Yeah. Look at you, you're walking around and... Wow. I mean, it would be very depressing. I think the mental bit was the hardest bit. Oh, man. I just don't, like, I think I'd be much the same, like, in the first four to six weeks. Again, everyone just handles things differently. I'm talking out of my ass again, but every time I've been injured, 
like in the slightest yeah. and you have any time off, man. Oh, like, dude. oh my goodness. It's so Plus, hard. Plus, he's, he's like, all his mates are like surfers. He's lived, his yeah. roommate's Tyson Ryan. So oh, like, talking about everyone's talking about time. sick yeah, trips, yeah. everyone's scoring and he's stuck on, at home kind of thing. 100%, yeah. But um, he's pushed through it anyway and he's, he's good now. That's is, sick, yeah. yeah. Fuck, wild story, Jack. Wow, man. Could have been really bad. We're yeah. very lucky how it ended up. Do you reckon that's one of the worst um, kind of uh, injuries you've seen in the ocean? For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably not the most gruesome, but definitely yeah. the, the worst. What's the most gruesome? This lady, it wasn't actually a surfer, but um, I went on a walk up to the Nungan with my mum. Yeah. And like, I'm a big, big bird and I love shooting birds with yeah. my camera, not with a gun. Um, and <laughs> a lot of people when I say shooting birds they yeah, think I'm yeah, shooting for sure. yeah, yeah. Um, so we're coming back from Nungan and I noticed an eagle up in the trees and this day was like a 10 to 12 foot day swell big swell and wow. the lake had opened up Yeah. so you had the time these big surges were coming in when a big set had come and washed through the lake and did it drag any water out? Like yeah any... it had dragged like it was like a 3 foot surge that had come into Shit. the lake because the lake had opened like the day before yeah and um, as I'm, I'm, so I jog up ahead of my mum to try to get some shots of this eagle. As yeah. I get to the other side of this kind of little river that's opened up into the ocean, this lady walks down from the car park. Yeah. And she looks out at the ocean and then turns her back and then looks in. And then she's looking in, trying to take a photo of something. Big surge comes through. And like she's down on the rocks on the edge where this yeah. river's opened up and got no, completely oblivious. And I'm kind of watching her on. Are you serious? You're not turning the turn around, love? She's a big lady, maybe 40 no or 50, with this camera out, and like the surge just picks her up really slow. It starts kind of slow, yeah. I think it's maybe waist deep, and she's really fighting it to stand up, and then she just kind of, because she fights it so much, she falls over awkwardly, yeah. gets dragged along the rocks for maybe like 10 metres, and then kind of stops as the, the surge kind of retreats a little bit, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like she looks up, sees me across the thing, and just starts screaming. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, so I'm like, oh shit, so I'm like, I run, I've got my big camera my big lens so I run put that up on a kind of like a sand dune a bit yeah. up out of the water as far as I can I'm in work boots at the time I ran straight across this surge and got to her yeah and her leg is just flopping completely oh, snapped snap wasn't in. wasn't compound but it was like completely snapped and just oh, flopping man. and she's all cut up and just completely destroyed really and could you keep yourself above water she was like out uh, kind of above the water because it was really shallow it's yeah. just because she, she couldn't really she was no, not coordinated at all she's oh. just Fallen really. Do you know when old people fall? And yeah, like they, they can't get up. Yeah, and she just hasn't been out of control or anything and just snapped the leg real bad. So I've gotten to her and she's just in a That's real bad sound state. sound effects on my end tonight, Jay. I'm just constantly just like, whoa, because it's just like... It's pretty thinking, gruesome. Yeah, thinking about right, it. Thank God it wasn't a compound, nothing oh, poking out of the skin or anything. Man, hats off to everyone out there who's had compound fractures oh and God, serious ones. Like, I couldn't I think deal about, with it, man. Yeah, I think about breaking my leg sometimes and I'm just like, no, man, no, it's no, not happening. No. Like, I mean, if, if it happens, obviously, I'll painfully deal with it, but, like... Yeah, you know, I try like, to avoid it at all no. costs. Steve Wall broke his leg, like, skiing once. Um, he came in after a big night on the source, I think. Um, and this is not just the exact reason in, in general, but he'd been partying down at but having a good time. And um, they'd been skiing non-stop and, and boarding, like, a snowstorm came in. It was just kind of shitty weather. And he went to go down one way and then chose another at the um at last, the last second or oh. something and i think he's like clips a boulder and then come into um a tree and like one leg went the other well like one way and the other went the other and just compound fracture oh, and no. just boom straight out of the skin and yeah he had to get um 
He had to get driven all the way from Jindabyne to Canberra and then got to... Didn't get airlifted? No, nah, I think then he got to Sydney. Wow. So they wanted to just do a proper operation on that him and get up. it done. Why didn't they yeah. airlift him? I don't know what happened, eh? I think he just... And I don't think he had any proper drugs either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to speak to him about that. I think I don't want to be talking out of my ass, but I think that's what that that's was heavy, going man. down, yeah. Because that was one of the other lucky things. Because it was August when this happened. It was ski season, so the paramedics were like, there's a high probability that all the choppers would be taken up at the snowfields. Because well, that's really? where they are at that time of year, 90% of the time they're out there picking yeah. people up from broken injuries at the snowfields. Yeah, man, they'd have their work cut out oh, for them. sure. Yeah, that's psycho. So now all everyone back at home, everyone's all good? Yeah, completely. Yeah, see. You've been back down there since? No. I wanted though. Dane did though. Yeah, really? Yeah. Get sick, you got the money yeah. that was back. I'm like, don't away. you fucking dare take your board down though. He's like, okay, I won't. Ah, ha, ha, and then he went down and just chilled on the top of the cliff with his dog and That's sick. Yeah, cool. And he was enjoying just did it watching just the wave. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Get his head back in it and that and Yeah, nice. Yeah. And so what's the plans for you on the, on the South Coast now, man? Like, you know, you've, you've just gone that, that epic, well, not just now, but you had an epic run with um, Roadkill there for uh, all the Pride Boys. Like, what what's the go for you, for, for you now? What, what, what are the plans? Mate, just keep doing what I'm doing, I guess. Just shooting as much as I can and uh, yeah. working here and there. And, yeah, just chasing. And what does work consist of? Um, so I do a day or two at a school. Down, yeah. um, down in Browley as a woodwork assistant. That's sick. Just a bit of steady income coming in. And yeah. shoot weddings with uh, Tom Healy, the guy who saved the day. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And yeah, the video, we're starting to get a bit more video work, which is good. Yeah. A bit of coin out of that. So that was the first one, Road Killer. That's the first one. Yeah, yeah, sick. And so how did it come about? Um, Liam, really. Through Liam. Oh, I met Liam down there and just started hanging and um, following him around quite a bit, shooting yeah. him. Yeah, great bodyboarder. Such a good bodyboarder. Mm. Good dude as well. And um, yeah, when he came down with the Pride Boys and I was just hanging with him shooting stills. Yeah. And then um, the original film I fell through, something happened and he called me up one night and just asked if I could do it and my camera Sick. could do it. Like I'd already had the camera. Yeah. It could, had the capability. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a crack for sure. Did a bit of research, called off a couple of friends, and just, yeah, went for it, eh? That's insane. So you didn't have really any experience in shooting video full-time? Nah, not really. I shot one wedding, and I'd done a little dabbles here and there, but like stills was my main thing. So you accepted the job straight away without even like real, like, wow. 100%. It was just a situation. I could not jump on that. Yeah, wow. It's like, there's nothing more I'd rather do than watch, like, pump and waves of the best boogies in the world, eh? 100% 100% get paid are. to do it mate. doesn't get better than that I know it doesn't eh? and especially being out there and just like rolling the swag up and oh it's incredible stars mate. I hadn't been out there either I'd done a lot sweet. of overseas travel but I'd never done um, South Oz or anything anything like that dude you got treated to such an all star studded lineup out there the things those boys were doing ridiculous yeah ridiculous oh, yeah, and we got some pump and waves too yeah didn't you which you guys would have seen, yeah. Lucky, eh? So, I mean, like, you know... Very lucky. Like, because we only had, like, a, a week or so. Oh, okay, like, We had the yeah. South Coast section. Yeah. So the boys came over for that, and then it was, like, a pretty quick call, call to, like, where we'd go. Um, and then Louie and... Um, uh, Louie and Cohen came over from Perth. Yeah. And then me, Steph... Uh, sorry, Steph, um, Liam and I... Sorry, and Tristan... 
yeah, nice. the East Coast and kind of met up in South Oz. Yeah, sweet. But, so um, did they fly into Sejuna or Adelaide? No, or? we drove from Bali. Oh, really? Yeah, sick. No, but did the boys from the West Oz? Or no, they, they drove from Perth. They drove too? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Oh, that's happy. So you both had like two, we had two full drives there? No, I just had an all drive. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, just a little RAV4. How'd that go? Good, man. Really well. Yeah. We let the tyres down. Sick. And, and it did it? had like all-wheel drive and that. And yeah. Got Where'd you spots. go down to like 15? Oh, I can't remember. Tristan and... did that. He's a bit of a whiz with the um, oh, yeah. full-wheel drive stuff. Yeah. Sick. Good having him because I don't know anything about that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I mean, you always want someone on those trips. Yeah. Hey, I'm the same. I'm Colin not... was good as well with that. Yeah, not a guru. Yeah. Like, I can drive pretty good, but I don't know any of the technical crap. Oh, I'm the same. <laughs> and like all the different type I know, oh, like dude. you're supposed to be 20 or under. Makes a like... big difference, eh? Yeah, if you know what you're talking about. And those roads, the ruts on those roads and shit, eh? Hey, oh, man, savage. Man, savage. savage. Can't say come back from the desert. <laughs> Cause no one can see we're giving the um, high car a flogging, that's were for sure. They? Yeah. they didn't care. Noz is getting run, like run-ups to go around these sand corners and shit. And, like, really? Getting through it, though, making it. Fuck, it's amazing. Yeah, it did well. It's amazing what you've got to do out there, like, sometimes. Um, not so much because the tracks are so fucking, you know, gnarly, but they're so, like, narrow and, like, wiry and everything gets scraped. Like, the shit yeah, you put those you cars Yeah, you've got to be careful, through. eh, man? She can yeah. happen to your car real easy out there. Oh, real easy. <laughs> and it's a harsh environment. Brutal, dude. Yeah, it's brutal. You wouldn't want to get bogged out there, eh? No, nah, not at all. Fucking hell, fucking Big, hell. big gaps between towns out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, so you, you were speaking before um, when we were having dinner, beautiful pizza, which I'm that definitely going to have some more of later. <laughs> Um, you were speaking about your, uh, your beginnings in Bergen and, and everyone at high school doing it and you were going around with like a rat pack like and like a crew that was like you know pretty core and into it what was what was the the interest and um, intrigue there like at the start with bodyboarding for you Joe oh, it was weird man like when I was I was obsessed with like stand up surfing but then there was this crew of like older burgers, I don't know, they were just so cool or something about it. And that tension era. Yeah. That got it was just even stand ups love tension and even back then when it was like stand ups against boogs heaps. Yeah. Even they respected how cool the tensions were. And I just got hooked on that, like Which is pretty wild, eh? Yeah, it's so wild, man. What was like the most obvious? Did you have a guy like in, in, in at the home or like someone in town that like was like really hard to sway when it came to, to loving bodyboarding from a surfing perspective not really because all no. my mates were boogers by that time yeah like i never had really i'd stand up surf with my old man but like i didn't really have any mates because yeah. i lived far from the beach like um on barara it's a good 45 from the beaches and then like yeah. city coast kind of thing um but then all the all my mates were into boogan mm. so it was just that kind of thing it's crazy eh? it's crazy to see where everyone comes from so many people like for example Mick Fanning comes from Penrith. Yeah, that's so loose, eh? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, one of Australia's best surfers came from one of the most western districts yeah. in Sydney, which is hectic. It's, it's so such, wild. like, the... It's such the... I'm not going to say cliche. It's like the... It's like the it is a bit, though, yeah. A little bit, but it's almost just like the underdog, you know, just surging up. Like, it's the... For sure. 
It's like, how did you, against the odds, living out there, which you... I can't remember what my dad used to call them. Like, they had a name back in, like, the 70s and shit. Yeah. It was a big thing. Even people from the Blue Mountains used to come down and surf the beaches all the time. Really? Because that's where my old man grew up in that. That's, I was born on the beaches, but then I moved out to the yeah. North Shore and that later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, there was a name from, I can't remember what it was. That would come down from... from the Blue Mountains and Western Sydney and surf the beaches and all that. Really? And they had, like, a nickname for them. Westies? Something, yeah, yeah. It was like a some, oh, some funny thing, like I don't know, to do with surfing and ways I can't remember. Yeah, wow. But it was, yeah. Yeah, it's a, such a mix of culture. Eh? Like looking back, cause bodyboarding being so young, and like as you said, surfing one of your one of your main influences at the start, Jay. Like yeah, and then Bugan just took over. Yeah, like you just think to yourself, like, what do you love? most about being in the ocean and like what draws you to the ocean like wh- why do you love both disciplines or why have you done it at like either time just I've always been around the ocean since I was just like a baby I was born there kind of thing so it's just always been part of my life and yeah just you know the freedom it gives you the feeling like everything about it the wildlife yeah the wildlife's massive just, eh? just the things you see it's just I don't know yeah can't not be around it for too long, eh? Yeah, I know. I'm the same. I need to be around it. That's old air. and Yeah. yeah. Five days off, I'm fucking off it. Yeah, I feel ya. Oh, I'm fucking off it. <laughs> and now, for me, it's kind of shifted a bit from boogan to shooting. Like, yeah. Like, now I, I, I occasionally boog, but very rarely now. I'm just so hooked on shooting, though. Yeah. So what's your, like, future look like for yourself? Like, what do you really want to get into? Do you want to just continue to grow? Yeah, just continue to grow in, in this. Shoot as much surf yeah. and that as I can. And, um, yeah. Do other things as well, but just do as much of it as I can. Yeah, see. Try to improve as much as I can. Yeah, perfect, man. Yeah. Fuck, that's epic, eh? It's a good, simple ethos, though. Yeah, that's it, man. You know? Yeah. And you're happy just living at Bali, oh, man, enjoying I time. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, eh? Yeah. Paradise. Fucking all right. If you can sustain a living down there and just cruise and, and enjoy the fruits of the nature down there, like... You're laughing, eh? Yeah, you're laughing, man. Yeah. It's, it's the best quality of life. Yeah. You know, we were just talking about before about, about an old Sydney town. Like, yeah, you know, stay up here for a visit. It's nice, but... Yeah, it's nice to have all the creature comforts in there. For sure, but then it's nice to leave too. And yeah, just, always uh, nice to see in the rear view. Yeah, you get old sure. Sydney town in the back <laughs> of your mind. Oh. I always have a sweet spot in my heart that I'm, I'm glad to be out of it now. I'm yeah. at the part of my life, the time of my life anyway, where I'm, I'm ready to be away from the big For sure, smoke. man, yeah. You've had enough time here. That's know, it. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> Bro, well, I just want to thank you for coming on the potty, Jay. Thanks for having me, man. It's Fuck. been a good night. Yeah, been beautiful. Been, good night. been great having pizza, bro. It's yeah, been mate. great just great pizza. having a yarn. Honoured to be on here, man. Yeah, cheers, bro. Yeah, no, oh, I'm so good to do it in person, too. Yeah, like, bloody hell. It's the first one I've done in my bedroom. So, Sick? You know, Sick? Yeah, yeah. Taking the... Um, taking the on the actual there. lounge, mate. Yeah, yeah, physically, actually, yeah. on one of the um, one of the van lounges. Eh? One nice. of the van cushions. I'm, I'm I'm stoked on it how it actually it it's it's a multi-purpose fucking cushion, mate. It's a comfy cushion. You got seating in the van. You got seating for a podcast studio. You've got a makeshift podcast studio. You've got um, bedding at night. You ticking know what all I mean? The boxes. Yeah, mate. Ticking all the boxes. I'm stoked. Yeah, but yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on, and um, we'll have to have another yarn for sure, guys. Soon, and just. Keep us updated with what you're doing. Will do, man. Yeah, keep posting. Love yeah, seeing your shit. Love seeing the drone stuff. Got a too. couple of trips coming up and that. So yeah, 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 yeah. Have you got much? Yeah, like before we go, have you got much coming into the next? Yeah, year? yeah, yeah. I'm working on a clip with Stony over the last few months. Yeah, Brad Stone. Brad Stone. Yep. 
So um, I don't know when we'll get that done. No rush for that. That's kind of we're gonna take our time with that one. Yep, perfect. But then going away with the uh, function, Nomad Boys, the smaller. Yep. Sick. With uh, Joey, who was on a couple of weeks That's ago. That's epic. Yeah. yeah, what a trip that'll oh, be. Oh mate, that should be good. With yeah. Elliot as well. Yeah, that'll really. Yeah. yeah, he going. Yeah. Ah, uh, he yeah. was. He, he mentioned is, that. Yeah. Plus, it's his birthday over there. I think. Really? So, yeah. Oh, we'll he get was him a bit treat. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you get up to. Bloody yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you. You come back with out of that. Should be good, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful spot, eh? Yeah. Especially when you look at like what Magnitude 6 did. Yeah, mate. That was incredible. Yeah. And then you guys just going to have a, a similar canvas over there. Black yeah. canvas. That's it. Fuck Should be good. Sick. Yeah. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Good times, man. Cheers. Stand up, stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight. Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight. You preach a man, don't tell me. Heaven is under the earth You are dopey and you don't know What life is really worth It's not all that glitter is gold And half a story has never been told So now we see the light We gonna stand up for our rights Come on, get up, stand up Stand up. Stand up.